1: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: A good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening right now. and Welcome to 100% LCFC, the home of your favourite Leicester City podcast. Owen Palmerakin here, your podcast host at 100% LCFC, bringing you another fantastic and jam packed show. We'll be chatting to City legend Alan Young and also chatting to 100% LCFC Chief Editor Phil Holloway about Spurs, refereeing decisions, survival chances, and West Ham United, of course. We'll also be talking about Colville Town, 100% LCFC events. And let you know where you can hear the rest of the 100% LCFC team over the next seven days. But that's all coming up exclusively here on the 100% LCFC podcast. Episode 18, by the way. But we are going to head over to the phones now. I believe Mr. Phil Holloway has joined us. You can watch all the latest on-screen interviews with City legend Alan Young and our Chief Editor Phil Holloway on our 100% LCFC YouTube channel. We're now joined on the phone by 100% LCFC Chief Editor Phil Holloway. Hi Phil, how are you?
2: Hi Aaron, I'm not bad, how are you?
0: Yeah, not bad, just a little, just a little disappointed over that Spurs defeat, you know. A 4-3 defeat at Whitehall Lane for the Foxes on Saturday and then the first team to score four past City this season. Uh, wh- what were your thoughts on the game?
2: Well, I thought it was it was an interesting game. It was quite an exciting game. To be fair, um, to be fair, I think it's most fans would rather see games like that now. I think we'd have rather seen games like that all season, where we're giving it a go, we're scoring goals, we're letting goals in, we're going to win some, lose some. But I think the thing is, if we play like that, fans will start to think we've got a chance of winning a few. Maybe it's a little too late, a little too much, too little, too late, whatever. But. You know, I just—I was quite pleased to see us having a go for it and scoring goals. People like Vardy and Nugent looked relaxed. They were taking shots from edge of the area first time. You know, if I, it's a bit of an—if only we played like that against Hull the week before.
0: Yeah, I mean that—that's what every Leicester City fan's going to be thinking now, aren't they? They're going to be thinking, what if? We'd have played against them uh, like like that this season. Of course, refereeing decisions were the big talking point for most City fans on Saturday. After Mike Dean awarded a penalty to Spurs, which effectively killed off any chance of a City revival, you've seen the decision. Is it a penalty or not?
2: Uh, I I, I don't think it is. I mean, I've watched it lots of times on the replay and and it doesn't look. A penalty in the replays. But the ref's got one one shout to make it, and when they first come together, you know, it's unfortunate, because Nugent's first touch let him down. He puts himself in trouble, and then he's fighting back. So, you know, if, you, if you're doing that sort of thing in the area, he had a chance to just put it out. Put, you know, if in doubt, put it out, or just hoof it, anything but he's tapped it back it's poor control he's put himself in a, in a nasty situation Nugent has and i think the i think the rest got it wrong but isn't it easy with hindsight of 20 different angles and slow motion
0: it is certainly a lot easier when i first when i first saw the contact um because of David Nugent's touch, I thought. You know, the, the, he's he's not seen him. He's gone on the wrong side of him. He's got there, um, but then obviously after watching the replays, you actually see that that Danny Rose doesn't actually touch the ball, which is the which is the main sort of thing I, for me now after seeing those replays. If anything, it was a foul on on David Nugent. But again, that just shows how unlucky City have been this season. We seem to say it every week, but like like we said, a wrongly awarded penalty and a and a definite own goal and a, and a possible other own goal against Spurs well, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, it cost them the game and, and a much-needed three points. City remain seven points adrift at the bottom of the table. Phil, however, they haven't—they've wasted a couple of opportunities for three points against Hull City with a couple of uh, couple of games ago. And now, frustrating is it for, that City have wasted or missed out on opportunities to get themselves out of this mess. Considering, you know, had they had they picked up those points, they'd only be a couple of points away from getting out of the relegation zone. But now they still sit seven points adrift.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's quite a few fans obviously uh, look very defeated and though so they're giving up. But I think the majority of fans, we're not out of this until until it's over, until there's a relegated sign next to us. And, and we're simply not out of it yet. There's still games left. I think even we keep saying the last eight games were winnable. We're now, we've got nine games left. You know, we're coming up to that eight games. We at Four out of the last five games are at home. You know, we keep saying we need to go on a run. We need to go on one hell of a run. But if we did do that, and it's a massive if, and most people won't believe it can happen now, but I still think we could if we went on one of these runs. Uh, you know, I think Nigel Pearson said himself today on the radio, if we can keep in touch with five games to go, then there's still a chance. And there is, because four of the last five games at home, if we were to win all four, you know, and pick up a few points before that, you know, there's still a, there's still an outside chance. I, I'm amazed at fans saying we're down and out. I can't believe people are giving up with nine games to go. I think that's stupid.
0: Yeah, nine games is twenty-seven points, isn't it? So, and like like we said before, City have got a decent run coming up. It is going to be tight, but th- considering the, the the position they're in, and it's looking like it's going to be the lowest points total ever to secure safety. We, uh, the Foxes we, all fancy themselves, weren't they?
2: We said it a few weeks ago. We we were talking and saying that thirty-five points might well keep you up this year, and I think the year West Ham went down. 42 points took them down I mean a similar thing happened to Leicester when we went down to League One a few years ago we went down to League One with a a relatively high points tally I think for many seasons before that we wouldn't have got relegated with a high one so we've had the reverse effect of it maybe maybe just maybe this year it's going to help us Um, you know and if we can put performances in like we did against Spurs rather than the performance we put in against Hull then at least we're doing it going down fighting and and if you play like that you've got half a chance of picking up some
0: points Mm. I think that's what City fans want to see, isn't it? Phil. City fans want to see their team really battling against the like of Spurs and everything, because they gave them a good game on Saturday. Uh, they gave Manchester United a good game. They gave Chelsea a good game. They've given Man City good games. But then against Hull City, they didn't really give give anything that would of any significance that would make you think. Well, actually, we gave it our all today.
2: I think. I think the Hull City game. I think most fans walked out to there feeling pretty disgusted with the the whole. The whole affair, and I think to be fair, even Nigel Pearson, who very, very honourably defends his players all all the way through as much as possible, um, I think after the whole game he pretty he, he accepted and said that was not not the sort of performance that he expects and, and he's going to accept from the players. So I'm sure he's given them a big kick up the backside. If, if we if we are down here scrapping, let's at least do it and, and give it a go. And I think the whole game we didn't give it a go and we we looked defeated. Whereas the Spurs game we gave it a good shot.
0: The, the, the whole city kick up the backside certainly worked last weekend, didn't it?
2: Yeah, I think so. And, and we need more of that. And we've got a little, an international break now, which mm. is probably good. It gives them chance to, to recoup and, and recharge the batteries. But it, they've got to come all guns blazing in the last nine games. And, and you know, if it starts, if we can kick off with a win straight away, then who knows? I, it's not over yet. I'm amazed at fact some fans saying that that's it. Let's look at the championship next season. We've got nine games. It, we've got nine cup finals as people say
0: I mean that that that's the way City, the City fans and players have got to look at it thank you very much for joining us on the line today Phil
2: okay just tell all the fans don't give up yet yeah, it's not over the fat lady <laughs> isn't singing you
0: heard that from the 100% yeah. LCFC <laughs> chief editor Phil Holloway the fat lady is not singing yet you want to win a 100% LCFC t-shirt then just play our competition every match day on our Twitter and Facebook forums. All you have to do is guess the first goal scorer and the correct score. Now, there are a couple of things I would like to talk to you about while I've got the opportunity here on the 100% LCFC podcast. And one of them is the events that we have got coming up in the next few months. Of course, on Friday, the 24th of April, 100% LCFC are holding a FIFA gaming tournament. Um, You can find all the details on our official Facebook page, 100% LCFC. But just to let you know, myself and Alan Young will be commentating on the fixtures on that night. It's a FIFA tournament, FIFA 15. So if you think... You are good enough to win at that tournament. Then make sure you do get down and uh, and, and try yourself. Show us what, how good you actually are. And show me and Alan Young. Give us something to commentate on. Let's put it that way. Give us some screamers to to shout about. And of course, we also have the 100% LCFC. We play on the pitch on the King Power Stadium on the 30th of May. It is Cup Final Day. There are two teams, Leicester City home and Leicester City away. Alan Young is managing the home team. And I'm delighted to announce that I will be playing on in that game, um, and I am on the away team. I'm playing in defence at the moment. Um, so, mate, if you do want to play on the King Power Stadium pitch, then go to our um, go to our Facebook page. It is 100% LCFC. Go to our events, and you'll be able to find everything there and find the details how to play on the pitch and how to get involved in the FIFA tournament. Second thing I wanted to talk to you about: Colville Town, of course. Although it's not Leicester City Football Club, they are in Leicestershire, and they have recently got to the Westaby Cup final yes Tommy Brookman's men are playing on the King Power Stadium pitch only four days before we do at the moment because May the 26th is the preliminary date of for the final against Barwell um, However that could be moved to the 20th As both club seasons finish before that um, So they are a couple of events that are happening In and around the 100% LCFC and Leicester City area uh, And if you if you want to get tickets to any of those things Just go to our 100% LCFC Facebook page Or go to the Leicestershire FA and be able to get more details from them For the West to be final
3: Hello everyone, this is Alan Young here and you're listening to 100% LCFC Podcast.
0: We're now joined on the phone by City legend Alan Young. First of all, Alan, Nigel Pearson, dubbed referee Mike Dean as one of the most arrogant men he'd ever met. Um, what do you make of that comment, first of all?
3: <laughs> Straight in with a great question. Um, I know that Nigel's going to, be, going to come under a bit of fire because a lot of people consider him to be ar- arrogant. But um, I think if you take the incident, um, one, one of the incidents that the referee got very, very wrong, and that was when David Nugent was uh, was supposed to give him a penalty, which I think it was the other way around. I thought the lad Rose fell, to be honest with you. And I think that's that's the one thing in Nigel's mind that maybe could it or even all three to get a, a penalty like that. So... Um, the in the last few weeks have come under a great deal of scrutiny once again and um, it just seems a bit of a shame to me that when everybody's highlighting when the are and that just shows me how poor I think the, the standards of refereeing are if we're praising someone for having a good game that should happen with everybody so getting back to Nigel yeah um, you might call him, call him a bit arrogant himself you know but I think uh, the referee, referees are not beyond criticism. That, that's one of the problems. Referees aren't accountable, and um, Nigel has strong views on stuff. So, um, very disappointing once again, because once again, uh, referee officials—they—they—they—they've ruined, they've, they've, well, not ruined, ruined the game for us, maybe not, for Tottenham for supporters. And then you look at some of the other incidents. They sent off two people at the weekend. That. Um, Nothing to do with any of the, you know. Anything to do with we, we, we doing anything wrong? get The referee set off two guys. So, um, and again, I don't really know the referee to be perfectly honest with you, but you can sort of tell with their body language when they're on the pitch, the use of the whistle, the way that they stand, the way that they turn away from incidents and screw faces up. I can I can understand because I think I probably would have had the right go at the referee as well.
0: Away from referees, Alan West Ham United next up for City in a couple of weeks' time. We keep saying this, but surely this one is a must-win game for Nigel Pearson's men.
3: I try to, yeah, I try to steer away from a must-win game. I think the must-win games certainly kick in when, for example, if you've got one game left then the end need a point, or that's a, then that's that's, a, that's that's a game you can't lose. Um, if we need three points at the end of it to stay up. Then that's a must-win game. Um, the thing about it is that each game becomes more and more important as we go on without a victory. I think um, I think West Ham, the West Ham game at home, gives us a great chance to get a win. Once again, I honestly believe we've been playing some great football. and you've gone to Tottenham Hotspur, you scored three goals, you've beaten them away from home. So the goals come to the goals, were poor defensively. But um, a couple of unlucky as well. But West Ham, um, look as though they'll be going to lose their manager at the end of the season. There's something else that they've got to think about. What kind of frame of mind will they be in? So um, I'm looking forward to the game one. And I, I think we'll get three points.
0: West Ham will come and will pose a physical threat, Alan. How is City going to be able to cope with that?
3: Well, yeah, there's um, a lot of new arrivals at West Ham who are, are doing OK, but the team as a whole, nah, you know, um, I don't think we should uh, do worry about it. I think it's how we play that we worry about. We shouldn't worry about if they're 6 feet 10 Giants or if they're 5 foot 4. The thing is, if we can impose ourselves on them, we can play our games, play our own game, which is, which is all you can do, you've got to be good. If you're all good enough yourself as individuals, and as as a team, then you shouldn't have to worry about the opposition. Yeah, it'll cost probably some set and stuff. Um, it's it's one of the things that Sam Allardyce I know from experience that he works an awful lot on. But no, we 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 can't say oh West Ham they've got all this they've got that sort our own games that do what we need to do. And then you'll win the game, I'm quite sure.
0: Clearly, this season just hasn't been good enough for the Foxes, Alan. However, City do have a slim chance of survival. So, do you think they can still do it?
3: I'm an, an eternal optimist, um, Owen. I would never throw in the towel, I'd never give up. There are a lot of supporters who are, are sort of resigned to the fact, and it's uh, up to them, it's their, their opinion. But from my point of view, as, as being a player and being in a situation like that, I never gave up and I don't expect the players at the minute to give up either so no we still have a chance nine games I think five home games um, or is it possibly six home games?
0: Um, away. Six home games
3: Yes, yeah. six home games six home games win five of them and I think there'll be a whole different story that we'll be talking about
0: Alan, how frustrating must it be from a Leicester City fan's point of view that the Foxes have wasted opportunities to go within touching distance of getting out of those relegation places over the past few weeks?
3: It, it must be absolutely... I mean, they love the football club. and None of them want to really criticise the players or what, whatever like that. But I can understand the frustration. They back us home and away. Some of our away support has been, has been fantastic. It's equal to anything else in the Premiership as it has at home. And I feel for the supporters. But they'll keep doing it they'll keep they'll go on against West Ham and they'll be behind the team once again. I'm quite sure of that. I understand the frustration, but you've got to you don't they will please, please, please I keep buying on about this. But the 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 supporters have got to understand and realise just
0: how important a part they still have to play. Massive pleasure to have you along today Thank you Alan You're welcome This is 100% LCFC the podcast Your favourite Leicester City fan zone And I'm afraid that is all we've got time for now On the 100% LCFC podcast I'd like to thank our chief editor here at 100% LCFC Phil Holloway and City legend Alan Young For joining us on the show today If you do want to get involved in the show, then do not hesitate to get in contact with us here at the 100% LCFC podcast. You can go to our Facebook page, 100% LCFC, or to my Twitter handle, at OPA underscore radio. You'll be able to hear myself on Wednesday drive time between the hours of 4 and 6, and also on Thursday afternoon between 2 and 4, as well as Friday morning between 10 and 12. That's on 99.2 Hermitage FM. You can also listen to Alan Young and the gang on Friday drive time between 4 and 6. And keep up to date with all the latest videos about Leicester City on our 100% LCFC YouTube channel. But like I said, it's been a massive pleasure to have you along. And until next Monday, it is a very goodbye from the 100% LCFC podcast. And always remember, Foxes never quit.